TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you on this Wednesday. I want to begin with a concern I express, and I'm not one of those people who... Want you to call your senator or your member of Congress every single solitary day. But I've got to tell you, we're at a point where there is something that is absolutely mindless taking place on Capitol Hill right now. I'm talking about funding for the government. Now, I've mentioned this before because this is something that should have been done months ago. You know, (laughs) the crazy thing is, with politicians, they can function in ways that if they were in the private sector, they would have been fired. It was kind of interesting having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. He's been in a role of... Leadership, he really didn't want (laughs) the honest truth. We were discussing this yesterday. It's kind of a mentoring relationship. And it's kind of cool to listen to him describe expectations. And I know two people in this place talking about expectations for employees and how to motivate. And, you know, if, if somebody's just not doing the job, you've got to come to a point where You've got to say, you know, this really isn't working. Only in Washington can you continue to get promoted for not doing your job well if you just absolutely positively suck at your job. You can just keep moving up. And this is really a commentary on us. I hate to say that because we've allowed these people to continue to move up the political totem pole. And they do things that are just inexplicable, like the new government funding deal that has apparently been worked out. Now, I'm going to share this story with you, and I want you to tell me, what key word do you hear in this that should raise a red flag. Key lawmakers announced they'd struck a deal on the framework for funding the government through the end of the current fiscal year, with government funding set to run out on Friday. Retiring Senate Appropriations Chair Patrick Leahy announced appropriators have reached a bipartisan bicameral framework that should allow us to finish an omnibus appropriation bill that can pass the House and Senate and be signed into law by the president. This reported by Politico. 
Leahy, Senate Appropriations Ranking Member Richard Shelby, and House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLora are leading the negotiations for a bill to fund the government through the current fiscal year. Shelby reportedly said the three lawmakers' agreement allowed them to begin the difficult work of reaching agreement across 12 separate bills. Actually, there are two red flags in what I have just shared with you. Shelby, hopeful the deal will get done by December 23rd when Congress heads home for the Christmas break. We have a framework that provides a path forward to enact an omnibus next week, according to Deloro. The federal government is set to shut down on Friday if an omnibus spending bill is not passed. However, Congress is on track to pass a week-long continuing resolution to give Congress more time to draft an omnibus bill. What are the red flags that you heard in what I just said? What are the red flags? Well, let me tell you what they are very quickly. (laughs) This is so crazy. Retiring Senate Appropriations Chair. Why is this old goat putting together framework for a spending bill? The man is leaving. There's no way to hold this man accountable for anything. He's leaving. In a mere 21 days, I guess now 20 days, we will have a new Congress all together. What's the other red flag? 12 separate bills. What is this about, folks? We've talked about this before. The appropriations process, which has not been followed for years, which is to bring the appropriation bills for all of these areas to fund the government separately to pass them and send them to the president for signature. They don't do that anymore. They throw them all together in one big pile of crap. It hasn't stopped, ladies and gentlemen. I am not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy. I'm not. But you need to hear what he has to say about what is happening here, because he's urging them to wait, Republicans to wait anyway. Here are his comments about the price tag of all of this. Listen up. What they're talking about is adding the baseline, meaning where would we start in the next year? They want to increase it somewhere between 90 and $130 billion. Instead of saving money, instead of cutting back in this world of, of agriculture and others, and what they're doing is the two people who lead this in appropriations, uh, Senator Leahy and Senator Shelby, will no longer be here in 21 days. They, they did not run for re-election. So there's no way that the taxpayer or the constituent can hold them accountable for what they're about to do. Why wouldn't you wait 21 more days? What they're talking about is adding the baseline, meaning where would we start in the next year? They want to increase it somewhere between 90 and $130 billion. Instead of saving money, instead of cutting back in this world of inflation that we have, why wouldn't we, if we do nothing in a CR, we're going to save ourselves almost $100 billion. That's the hard-earned taxpayer money. And are you going to get a time to read it? They're trying to jam us right before Christmas. 
Why would you ever move forward when there's a change in power in 21 days where Republicans would have a stronger hand? That we wouldn't be talking about adding more money, we'd talk about decreasing. Where would our priorities be? We'd be talking about holding people more accountable, getting rid of the waste, the fraud and abuse, making sure the Department of Defense has the resources they need to defend themselves. But that's not going to happen here, because who, what committee is going to see this? Who's going to bring this up? Or, are two individuals who are leaving the Senate going to write a bill where they add a hundred billion more dollars and individuals going to write it? This is going to be thousands of pages. How would they have any ability? They won't I know why the Democrats want to do it. You've got to understand why the Democrats want to do it. Because if they put on all their direction, all the things they care most about, and we end up in the next year where we can't come to an agreement and you end up with a continuing resolution, all the values that they just put in continue going forward. This is crazy. This is absolutely pure madness. I told you, I'm not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy. He's right on this. And they want this to be set in stone because once once these funding levels are put in place, it's going to be difficult to stop this next year from continuing. So if you want to make that call, Make that call now to your senators and let them know no on this so-called omnibus bill. It's a piece of crap. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. On the Vince Coakley radio program, if you'd like to join the conversation, Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And on that text line thus far, where do we begin? Vince, you've always struck me as a glass half full which is why I enjoy listening to your show each day. I'm 51 years old. I can't remember a time when this country was more divided. This is House of Cards playing out in real life. Where's the ray of light? I've got my sunglasses ready. <laughs> Love your show, buddy. That is from Scott G. Thanks very much for your text. Boy, I'm so glad you think I'm a glass half full person. <laughs> I don't think so. I really wonder a lot of times. On the retirements pending, 
as Kevin McCarthy mentioned, it's not just the uh, Democrat who's leaving. It's Richard Shelby as well. So both will not be held responsible. They won't be around to raid through the the crap. Of course, we will, because we get the bill for all of this. And not just us, but our children, our grandchildren. Vince, what you described is the concept of the Peter Principle, where being incompetent, you can fail upward to your final level of incompetence. (laughs) That's DC in a nutshell. I love my country, but I do not trust the federal government, which is why it was never intended to be as large as it is and to take on so many things, so many aspects of our lives. That was never the intention. But here we are. So a call, I don't know what it's going to be worth, as I think in North and South Carolina, Of course, you got Lindsey Graham. I'm betting he's going to vote for this. Tim Scott, don't know. Richard Burr, he's gone in January. How do you think he's going to vote? And Tom Tillis. (laughs) This texter said, it's sad to say, but the only way to get our country back is by force. Oh, boy. Don't want to go down that road. Very frustrating to watch, but I wanted to give you a heads up. This is what they're working on, and it's likely they're going to push this through. This is where you have somebody like Mitch McConnell who wants to make sure that we get things done for the American people. We got to keep the government funded. We're not going to shut down the government. We need the government. Can't shut down the government. Yeah. Absolutely nauseating. I want to delve into an interesting threat. And I, I've, I've mentioned before how important it is to pray about the situation that's ongoing with Ukraine. Because I think as time goes on, we're paying less and less attention to this. How about you? Do you find yourself just, okay, that's kind of old news now. But I kind of wonder whether Vladimir Putin, who finds himself now backed into a corner, I mean, this should have been wrapped up a long time ago. I'm still kind of laughing in my mind when I think about whoever that was. We need to find that clip again. There was this official here who was basically mocking the Ukrainian effort to fight back and saying this was going to be over in a matter of days. What's happened? And here we've seen Moscow pretty much retreating. And I'm a little concerned when I see this story in the U.S. Sun and another story reported by the Washington Post about nuclear fears. You know, I think part of what we all get locked into is what's called normalcy bias. You know, obviously, we've not had any nuclear conflicts, thank God. We've been to the brink. What did we have? The Cuban Missile Crisis. And for all of the saber-rattling, ultimately, nobody's fired anything. Thank goodness. 
But I have to wonder at some level whether we could be lulled into a false sense of security that because it hasn't happened, that we won't have somebody desperate and crazy like Vladimir Putin do something that is unthinkable. The headline in the U.S. Sun, nuke threat, Putin readies nuke missile for launch. As Yar's rocket able to strike U.K. and U.S. is locked and loaded in a silo near Moscow. Vladimir Putin has renewed his nuke threat against the West by appearing to ready a nuclear missile for launch. There's video showing a huge Russian Yars rocket able to hit the U.K. and the U.S. being loaded into a silo based near Moscow. The intercontinental ballistic missile, man, I've not used that phrase in years. It's got a 7,500-mile range. And when nuclear-armed, is reportedly 12 times more destructive than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. I'm going to wake up in a moment. In Hiroshima. This was seen in Russian propaganda, installed in a launch pad using a special transport and loading unit. No indication, of course, of any order for an imminent launch. Why would you even do this now? This is just weird. Putin was seen in late October overseeing the launch of a similar Yars nuclear missile on a mock attack on the West amid high tension in the war with Ukraine. In the drills, Russia reportedly practiced its response to a Western nuclear attack and were aimed at targeting the U.K. and the U.S. Fears have been raised a 70-year-old tyrant could detonate a nuke as his forces face mounting losses in the disastrous Ukraine war. Russia building up to more nuclear showboating as it marks the annual Strategic Missile Forces Day, December 17th. The commander made clear the latest exercise aimed at sending a message to the West with both the U.K. and U.S. within range. The importance of this operation lies in the fact the missile will be put on combat duty on schedule, he says. The homeland will get another nuclear missile weapon, which will make it possible to solve any tasks at the strategic level. What does that mean? I feel proud of Russia. My country is putting such products into service so the motherland can sleep well. And supposedly a missile base currently undergoing modernization and a revamp. What is this about? Hopefully, it's just empty threats. We hope and pray so. More on this as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Broadcast on the text line. Vince, it's freaking cold today. 
I moved south to be warm. Where's this global warming everyone keeps talking about? Well, it's not here today for sure. I was reminded as I was out walking the dog a little while ago. Vince, the way things are going, there will be less people to pay off more debt. Yeah, that's what's going to happen here. On the vote to fund this omnibus bill that's likely coming up soon, this texter says Scott will vote yes by proxy through Murkowski. Boy, that's real a real sore spot for a lot of people. A lot of people. And you have to understand the way this, I, I don't need to explain this to you, but for those of you who may not understand it, unfortunately, much of what's going on in Washington is these are people who are bought and paid for by Mitch McConnell. He saved Lisa Murkowski. This woman is worthless as a Republican. She's worthless. I think a lot of people feel betrayed when they see people like Tim Scott go out and vouch for people like this. And the reason is, you know, I get on one level what's going on. You want to preserve the Republican majority, if there would be one, or try to attain a majority in this case. So it's a numbers game. You got to prove yourself to be a team player. This texture says the only time Americans are safe is when the federal government is shut down. Yeah. Vince, good morning, sir. What's your opinion on this? Can we ask for our government back? (laughs) Vote back the way it used to be? What does it have to be taken? Ooh. Vince, Tillis and Burr both have spines like water, which always takes the path of least resistance. To expect anything more from these two self-serving clowns is foolhardy. They feathered their own nest sufficiently to the point they don't have to care about the right thing to do. They're incapable of statesmanship. Very harsh assessment from Alan out of Gastonia. This texter says, for someone who talks against panic porn, you sure do deliver a lot. (laughs) Vince, we cannot be backed down by Putin's nuclear threats. This is saber-rattling. If we back down, it sends a clear message to China, North Korea, and Iran that they can do whatever they want. All they have to do is threaten the U.S. with nukes. Putin's threats are designed to destroy our support for Ukraine. Pretty much. Why scare us? If someone does something unthinkable, what could you or I or the man on the moon do anything about it? Given a choice, I'd rather enjoy Christmas than worry about getting nuked. Merry Christmas. That is from Dean. Well, the folks in Ukraine are taking this threat a little bit more seriously. Of course, they're closer to the action. And there you have the concern about the potential of, what, tactical nukes? And who knows, as desperate as this guy is, he might very well do something like this. Uh, Companion story, Washington Post, military experts assess the risk of a nuclear strike as small Pentagon officials have said they see no evidence Russia's making any preparations to carry one out. The threat may have receded further after Putin told Russian journalists that Russia has not gone mad on the issue of nuclear weapons and was aware of the serious implications of their use. 
We have these means. They're in a more advanced and modern form than those of any other nuclear country. This is obvious. But he didn't rule out using a nuclear device. We are not going to brandish these weapons like a razor running around the world. Okay. However, many residents of Kiev, the capital, the country Russia set out to conquer. The risks are sufficient to warrant at least some contingency plans. Most Ukrainians were unconvinced that Russia would invade, despite frequent warnings from the U.S., and were stunned when the war broke out. Now everyone believes there won't be a nuclear war. But one resident said, if Russia wants to do it, Russia will do it. It's good to be prepared. I don't blame them. Kiev already has a network of nuclear-ready shelters in the form of its subway system constructed by the Soviets during the Cold War to double as nuclear bunkers. Isn't that clever? Including the world's deepest station, which is 346 feet below ground. Did you know this? This is pretty incredible. The province is preparing an additional 425 shelters to serve those living outside the city, equipping them with food, water, and radio equipment. And you know this. The shelters will not have room for everyone. And they will close their doors five minutes before any anticipated blast to protect those inside from the radiation fallout. For everyone else, the government has issued detailed advice on steps to be taken to survive. Isn't this pure madness, folks? I'm sharing this with you because for these folks, especially in Ukraine, this is reality. The possibility. This could happen. Here's what they're warning people. If caught on the street under no circumstances should you look at the explosion, which could cause blindness. Lie on the ground face down, your feet in the direction of the explosion. Cover all the exposed parts of your body. Wait for the blast wave to pass. Note of which way the wind is blowing. Then move in a direction perpendicular to the direction of the wind to find some form of indoor shelter, preferably an inside room. Before entering the room, remove your outer clothes. Deposit them in a plastic bag. Once inside, seal doors and windows with duct tape. Bring a radio. Tune in for advice on when it's safe to come out, because mobile networks are unlikely to work. The advice is complicated, and even if followed, the odds of survival are not high. That is a warning from the head of the Emergency Preparedness and Radiation Monitoring Department of the State Scientific and Technical Center for Nuclear and Radiation Safety in Kiev. What a long Department. <laughs> they also have, without knowing the size of the nuclear device that might be used, the location where it might hit, it's hard to know what preparations to make. Russia's smallest tactical nuclear device dropped in the center of Kiev would leave large swaths of the city unaffected. A larger device would have a far more devastating impact. Either way, this leader saying there is hope even with a bigger bomb there would be a gap between 5 and 15 minutes between the shock wave and the fallout allowing time for survivors of the initial blast to take cover you're not hopeless you're not facing immediate death just thought i'd put this out there because i mean this is 
just a reminder of the world we live in. There is a real threat out there. Hopefully this never comes to fruition. But it's a very serious conversation right now for the folks in Ukraine. Much more as we continue the broadcast. We're going to talk about a couple of cultural issues, literally about life and death. Stay with us. We're back on the broadcast. Over on the text line, we begin here. This is an interesting one. 9-11 attacks erased the $2 trillion the Pentagon had lost. So Biden could erase the Hunter FTX issues with nuclear war until Michelle O can be elected in 2024. Oh, my goodness. All right. On the advice that was given here, Vince, not sure any of this is going to work in terms of shelters, everything. My advice, get good with Jesus and embrace the flash. Wow. There's an interesting approach. Uh, Only problem with the shelters, have they been maintained, updated over the years? I don't know. I think I would rather be taken in the initial blast than have to deal with radiation poisoning over the next few days and months. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'd like to be right at ground zero if it happens. God forbid that it does. I think I'd rather put my head between my legs and kiss my ass goodbye. Who would want to live in that landscape afterwards? Yeah. Vince, may the good Lord never allow the U.S. to fall under a nuclear threat with the current administration. I believe they would have everybody under the impression that if they wear a mask, they'll be okay. <laughs> and sad to say, a good bit would believe them. There are some naive people out there for sure. Vince, here's the true definition of the omnibus bill. It's 50 ways to screw the American people over left and right, north and south. This is probably why Rush Limbaugh's first words were stabbed in the back when President Trump signed that infamous bill in 2018. I don't think I've seen him that furious at Trump before. Yeah. No nukes will be used because no one wants to see the Ukraine war end. Not Russia, not the United States or any other country. They just want to make a lot of money by killing innocent Ukrainian people. Something had to replace Afghanistan. Wow. Just a variety of opinions here on the text line. Talk about dark. That is very, very dark. Some of the perspectives and quite honestly, where some of you are and what you've expressed, I don't blame you for your skepticism and concern in certain areas. I want to start talking about some cultural issues Check out the movie, The Book of Eli. Yes, I have seen that. Apocalyptic fiction. That was an interesting flick for sure. 
Um, this is a very weird story, folks. I, it, in fact, it kind of sends chills down my spine when I saw this story the other day. Because you remember I told you what's happening in Europe and in Canada, they're just a little ahead of us. And I say ahead in quotes because it's a reference to the progressive movement and its march toward taking America down a path of moral oblivion. Here's what's happening just north of our border, Canada is actually preparing to expand its medically-assisted death framework to become one of the broadest in the world. A change someone to delay due to concerns vulnerable people have easier access to death than to a life without suffering. Let me just say parenthetically, there is no such thing as a life without suffering. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. And what's really sad is we now have government siding with death. I mean, it's already happening in the form of abortion. But now here we are with people who can be helped, who can be encouraged, who can be put on a path to encouragement and hope. Instead, they're falling all over themselves to offer people options to die. Starting in March, people whose sole underlying condition is, I want you to listen to this. This, this is so heartbreaking. People whose sole underlying condition is mental illness will be able to access assisted death. Mental illness was excluded when the most recent medical assistance in dying law was passed in 2021. It's, it's known as MAID. Medical assistance in dying. Now, I want to stop for a moment. Folks, this is exactly what happened. I mean, it doesn't matter what the subject is, if it's marriage, if it's pro-death. These things are regressive, though they are portrayed as being progressive. Because what happens over time is you take these progressive steps down a road that's very dark. So first, oh, we, no, we, we certainly don't want underlying condition like mental illness to be allowed as a reason for somebody to kill themselves with help. But here we are, a year later. Yeah, we're going to add that now. Do you see what's happening here, the slippery slope? This will make Canada one of six countries in the world where a person suffering from mental illness alone who is not near their natural death can get a doctor to help them die. Oh, my gosh. People will still need to apply and be deemed eligible by two clinicians who must determine whether they have an irremediable condition causing them intolerable suffering and whether they have capacity, whether they understand and appreciate their condition, the decision, and its consequences. Creepy, folks. Hour number two is straight ahead. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. clock at four. 
Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 